BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not going to shout now. So get your headphones ready to hear what it's all about. No Fun, the Jen Kirkman Podcast, Season 11, Episode 2. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Kirkman. Oh, I got my ear pierced. Why just one ear, Jen? I'll tell you. Because it was a triple piercing on my right ear. I already have both my ears pierced. Got my ears pierced when I was eight years old in the 80s at the mall, I think at Eclairs. I probably didn't actually get it done at I'm not saying Eclair, by the way. I'm saying uh, Claire's. Claire's was the name of a costume shop. Not a, no, costume jewelry. Costume jewelry. You went, you got your ears pierced. It's become such a cliche to say, I got my ears pierced at Claire's. I don't even remember if I did. It's not even my memory anymore. It's just the collective Generation X declaration. I don't even know if there was a Claire's where I went. I probably went to the Dedham Mall in Massachusetts. Who knows? But whatever. The equivalent of that is where I got my ears pierced. I think I, I could see a world where my mom took me to the pediatrician. I feel like they did that back then, but I don't think so. See, I don't even have my own memories anymore. When you get to a certain age, you just, your brain goes, I heard this somewhere, and then it becomes one of your memories. But anyway, so had my ears pierced when I was eight, which is was pretty much a big deal back then. Like I had friends who were allowed to do whatever they wanted. They were latchkey kids. They, you know, they're both of their parents worked and their older teenage siblings would just quote, watch them when they got home from school. And I had a friend who, I mean, basically lived on her own since she was eight in, in that way. 
And her parents were very strict about ear piercing. You cannot get it done until you're 13. And here I was not a latchkey kid at all. Specifically because my dad's job was basically at our house as the groundskeeper of a golf course. We lived on the course. So everybody was always around. My mom, you know, worked at a school. So she was home at the same time that I was. There was no latchkey. I didn't even have a copy of the key to the house for you know, some kind of emergency. Jennifer, you'll lose it and then someone will walk in and steal everything as though the key had our address on it or something. Any, whatever. I'm really getting off topic here. My parents, way overprotective. For some reason, ears pierced at eight, no big deal. So got my ears pierced at age eight again. Who can say where, but definitely some kind of mall situation in the 80s. And then maybe about five years ago, I got them double pierced at a tattoo shop in Los Angeles. Not as cool as it sounds. I mean, these days, if you want to get a piercing, you usually go to a really, I was going to say really nice. I don't know what that means, but but a, a, a proper tattoo place where, you know, it's they, they deal in needles and sterilization all day long. And they usually do needle piercings in the ear. I had never heard of this. So when I went, I was waiting for that hole puncher type thing that pierced your ear at the mall in the 80s that just clamps around your ear and goes, chung and it pierces the ear and the earring goes in, you know, at the same time. But uh, when I went to the tattoo place, I was sitting in this chair and they were doing all, you know, the swabbing, the alcohol on the ears and all that kind of stuff. And I see them take out this needle, not a needle like you're about to get a vaccine, but a needle like you're going to thread something. And I said, is this how you pierce? And they said, yeah. And they said, that that's what everyone does these days. Those old ka-chunk things, that's, that's just old school. Nobody does that anymore. Oh, all right. I was a little nervous. I was like, this seems like it's going to hurt. Because, you know, the force of the hole punch on your ears is what pierces the skin. But a needle, you got to have someone really poking you, you know, to go through blah. And, you know, the needle piercing is no more or less painful than the hole puncher. But whatever, that's how they did it. I didn't really like that kind because then they put a certain kind of earring on that has a backing that I find very hard to get off. And whatever. So I've always wanted to get my ears triple pierced, but I never wanted to deal with that needle piercing again. So I found a place in my neighborhood in Brooklyn that pierces ears and you can choose needle or the old, as I call it, the hole puncher. Now, I only got one, one triple piercing. Why am I afraid to be so badass that I have three earrings on each ear? No, I just think it's cool to have that asymmetrical thing. I don't know why. And also, I sleep on my left ear pretty much, and I don't want to deal with a month of it feeling sore. But really, I just kind of like the look of, oh, this one's a little different. And that could be the middle-aged, I'm in my funky aunt period. You know, I have nieces and nephews, and now my niece and my nephew have babies, not together, you know, separate, separate babies, separate people that they made babies with. Don't worry. So now I'm literally a great aunt and it's time now. It's time to 
just let it take over that I do things now that older women do, but not, not necessarily like what a grandma does. You know, we're not doing grandma chic where I'm wearing a cardigan at the beach. I'm doing funky aunt. She lives in Brooklyn. She's got leopard print wallpaper. And I do, by the way, I have new wallpaper. And she's got one of her ears triple pierced. I remember my aunt growing up had an asymmetrical haircut. She had sort of a very short bob, like short pixie bangs and a bob that went, her hair went almost like right over her earlobes, really short. But one side was that long and the other was like to her chin. So it was like one side was to her chin, one side was up above her ear. And it didn't look wild like punk rock. She looked totally normal, like she could be your human resources person. But looking back on it now, I think that was her. Like, I'm the fun aunt. And she was um, until she uh, wasn't. I think 2016 changed a lot of people. If you know what I mean, I'm not going to go into it. Trying to have some fun here. Well, I know it's called the No Fun Podcast, but it's not called Ruin Your Life by reminding you of the time that Trump was elected president and everyone in your family became a monster. That's not what this podcast is called. I don't like to... Some guy left me a comment on my YouTube page and uh, he said, oh, you're New York politics. First of all, dude, okay. If you want to be right wing, go ahead. Enjoy your life. Vote for whom you want. But if you want to accuse me of having a politic that you don't agree with, well, first of all, you don't even have to accuse me. You can just say, I think your politics is stupid. I literally would respect that. But don't tell me how I came about my politics because you're only revealing how you came about yours. Does that make sense? You're new. You're, now that you live in New York, you're New York. No, no, no. See, I'm not that easily swayed by things. My New York politics. Um, I think the mayor of New York and the governor are both disasters. They're both Democrats. What am I in lockstep like a Hitler youth? No, I think they're ridiculous. And I think I'm not even just don't disagree with the policy here. And they're, they're actively making the city and the state worse from their COVID policies to their housing policies to safety. Uh, they're, they're terrible at their jobs to the point where I'm like, are you some kind of plant where you're trying to be terrible? Anyway, I don't like the do nothing progressive socialist types that's, that win seats in New York. It's not because they're too liberal for me and I'm a neoliberal corporate whore. No, 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 no. Because they're not really good at legislating. Okay. So this whole notion that I'm this liberal who moved to New York and got, you know, more liberal. It's like literally the opposite. All I do is complain about the Democrats here. And, but I didn't get less liberal, but I'm just saying like, if, if you were to hear me rant on paper, um, you would probably think I was some kind of right winger with how much I can't stand the people in my party that run the city and state. I miss California. I love all the people most, I think that serve in California. Anyway, so your New York, so the reason the guy said that is because I did an episode of No Fun a few weeks ago, where on the Patreon part I ranted about a family member of mine who has never been to New York City, but he watches Fox News all the time, and he told me how dangerous New York is. And I said it's literally not. Like statistically, the gun crime is lower than it was in the '90s. And ironically, we just had our gun laws completely 
destroyed here where it's just like all restrictions lifted. I think you can open carry, but not in a theater. Um, and New Yorkers are still like, yeah, we don't need to do that. So we're not gonna, we can go to Burger King without open carrying, you know? And New Yorkers, of, of all the people in America who actually should walk around with machine guns strapped around them is New Yorkers. Because I don't know if you've seen a rat in New York City lately, but they're big. And and I'm telling you, within a year, mark my words, they'll be walking on their hind legs and just bitch slapping people. They will be. And so I think we should walk around with automatic rifles, semi-automatic, whatever you call your little guns there. So anyway, so I was going off on this family member of mine that tried to tell me New York was dangerous. And uh, I was just talking about how his brain was warped. How do you tell someone that where they live is a thing when you're trying to say, and I'm, I'm thinking he's, he's worried about me. So I said, oh, don't worry about it. It's very safe. And he said, well, keep your wits about you. And I, you know, went on a rant about, well, of course I do, because I'm a woman. You know, like, what does he think? I Even if even if you said, Jen, you live in the safest city in the world, there's never been crime. I, I, <laughs> I'm keeping my wits about me because there's men walking around, you know? Anyway, so now the guy is not a Patreon subscriber, but I, I used a clip of it on my YouTube page. And just a 40-second clip out of context, this man lost his mind because I was stating facts that New York City is very safe. And I, I know that people don't believe in facts anymore. I don't mean, and that's F-A-C-T-S. I know a lot of people don't believe in faxes anymore, and that's fine. We don't want to get faxes. We've moved beyond that. But anyway, so he, he's going on and on. You're, you're New York politics. That's why I don't listen to the podcast anymore. I mean, New York, what? it's not politics to say statistically gun violence is down. That's not a political statement. You can even have... Uh, you know, the gun issue is political. Do we, do we ban this? Do we that, that? But that, that literally you could have guns that are uh, rampant. You can have, everyone has a gun and you could still have low gun violence. It's not a political statement to say a fact. What do you think? The, the statisticians are lying. There's some uh, a big, big liberal bent there. Like what? <laughs> you know, the, these people need to believe that crime is up because I'm not going to get into it. My whole point of this is got your New York politics. <laughs> Shut. How did I even get on this rant? You guys know, but see, I was doing the ranting and I have ADHD. So now I can't remember. I don't remember how it got to this. Well, anyway, so. Oh, because I was saying 2016, the year that, yeah. Okay. So I've got my ear triple pierced on the right side. That's right. That's right. Maybe New York is more dangerous now that a badass is walking around. I rescind my comment that New York isn't dangerous. I'm dangerous. Anyway, so I got I go to this place in my neighborhood. Now, first of all, I had been making an appointment at this place online. I don't know, multiple times. I probably made six appointments, blew them all off, canceled them. It's that, it's again, it's part of the ADHD brain. We try to be like, quote, normal people. I'm going to make an appointment and I'm going to put it in my calendar. And then the day comes and I just can't fathom either if it's the only appointment I have that day, getting up and doing it. Well, oh, I've already got involved in this project at, at my place. Or I'm running around and I've done a million things and I can do one more thing, go get the ear pierced, or I can go home. And I will always choose going home every single time. So, I'm learning to do something where unless it's something I absolutely need to do for my job, 
or this podcast, which is also my job, or for my health, I don't need to put it on the to-do list. I, I have an awareness that I want to get my ear triple pierced. And it will happen when it happens. I don't need to write it down. I'm not going to forget. I don't need to add it to my to-do list. I don't need to make appointments for it because I'm going to skip them. And then I'm going to beat myself up and say, I don't have any time to do anything or I can't focus. So I rented a car to go to my uh, sister's house on New Year's Eve. I drove it back the next day. And I was returning the rental car in, you know, about a mile away from where I live in Brooklyn. And I just walked back. Well, the bo- if you're if you're uh, if you're anything like me and you're really into details, you're thinking you had a suitcase with you and you walked a mile. No, I I rented the car. The car return place wasn't open on January first, so I parked it in a parking garage next to where I live, and I returned it the next morning on the second. Okay, I know one person out there appreciates that detail, so. So I'm walking back from the car rental place and I walk by this ear pierce shop and I think, well, I got time. I'll just go in as a walk-in. And I went in and I signed up to get my ear pierced. I said, I will take the one that's like the hole puncher. I don't remember what the name is. They certainly don't call it a hole puncher. And this place is very, it's different than a tattoo parlor. It's only ear piercing and they're very dedicated to being hypoallergenic. All of the earrings are made with certain metals that don't make your skin itch or turn green or it's 14 karat gold, all that kind of stuff. And I appreciate that. As someone who likes to wear cheap jewelry, I I, I prefer it's hypoallergenic. So that's their thing. It's very, you know, it's, it's for sensitive ears or they are sensitive to keeping your ears from getting sensitive. So I go in, there's a little girl there She's very nervous. She's getting her ear pierced. Now she's not eight. She's probably 12. She jumps out of the chair, goes to the front of the place, and she's sort of sitting in the little window seat. And her mother says to the woman, you know, running the place, she suddenly feels like she's going to throw up. Now I want to go, yeah, she's anxious. And the mother believes she suddenly has the flu. And I just, look. I'm not a parent and and I'm glad I'm not because it looks really hard and it looks quite time consuming. It's it would seem as if you never get a break for 4 seconds even when you're sleeping. I don't even know how people sleep that are parents. I really don't. And I don't mean because the kid cries and wakes you up. I mean how your body actually allows itself to go unconscious in a way in a home where you have children. You, I, that I mean no judgment. I'm not like can you believe these people are sleeping? They have kids. Um, they need to stay awake all night. But my body, I feel like, would be like in fight or flight trying to stay awake all night to make sure, I don't know, my kid's breathing or something. This is this is why I, you don't want me to have kids. Too neurotic. But anyway, the little girl's at the front. She's nauseous. Her mother's taking it very seriously. Oh, my God, want me to get you a ginger ale? I'm like, she's anxious, you freak. Like, she's about to get her ear pierced. All of a sudden, she gets nauseous and runs away. Dude, unless you came here knowing she had a stomach flu, treat the anxiety that's happening, stop telling her that they're going to go get a ginger ale and asking the woman that works there, do you have ginger ale? I mean, whatever. But I don't want to butt in and be like, "Um, I'm pretty skilled with anxiety. But then a guy came in, like a young, like maybe a 14-year-old with his mom, and he was just getting earrings. And I just thought that was fun because it wasn't like, I'm... 
I don't know. It was just just dudes wear earrings now. I mean, they did in the 80s too. I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, I don't know. There was just something fun about it. Like he had just done well on a test or something. And so this was his present. But so anyway, so then it's my turn. And I sit down and she does the thing. And it hurts a little, but it's totally fine. And then she says, now what's your aftercare plan? And I'm like, my who, what, uh? What's your aftercare plan? I literally thought she was saying, what are you doing today for the rest of the day? But saying it in a weird way. And I said, oh, I don't have any plans today. So the, so the woman pierces my ear. When she's done, she says, what's your aftercare plan? I completely misinterpret it and think that she's asking what I have going on for the rest of the day, maybe you know, because it's January 2nd and everybody is off of work that day. Maybe I'm having a self-care day or a date with myself day. And I say, you know, I don't really have any plans. I'm just going to see where the day takes me. I mean, I just walked by here on a whim. So who knows? And she looked at me like I was, uh, I don't know, unhinged and said, well, that's nice. Um, But uh, what's your aftercare plan with taking care of your ear? And I said, I don't know. Because again, aftercare. I mean, when I got my ear pierced at the needle place, there was some aftercare, but I thought that was because it was a needle, which is different. I, I don't know why I thought that. But aftercare with the little hole puncher thing that I got when I was eight years old in the 80s, I said, oh, I don't know. Do I put rubbing alcohol, hydrogen peroxide on it and twist the earring. She looked like I said, do I take a baseball bat and just start hitting animals in the street? She was like, no. I said, oh, okay. She said, no, no, that that will tear your ear. And I'm just thinking, it's, it's not gonna. Like when I was eight and I had little baby lobes and I got them pierced, we would twist them and put hydrogen peroxide in them, and you hear that snap, crackle, pop of the hydrogen peroxiding doing its thing. Keeping your ears real germ-free. I don't know what it does, but I always thought that was like, oh, it's more potent than rubbing alcohol. And and she said, no, no, no. You'll tear your ear. Uh, again, I'm not going to tear my ear. Didn't tear my baby ears. Not going to tear them now. I felt like I was suddenly around an overprotective mother who was young enough to be my daughter. And she said, not hydrogen peroxide. That's too strong. It'll dry your ear out. I mean, it won't. I'm not, I'm not filling a bathtub with it and putting my ear in it for four hours. I'm just putting it on a cotton swab. And let's be honest, I probably won't even do it twice a day. I'll do it once every two days. But also, if the earlobe dries out, is it, am I going to die? I can't. I, well, who might have not have some dry ears? How about this? If the ears look dry, I'll stop doing it. But she says, oh, no, we have this solution. And she pulls out something that looks like something you clean your eyeglasses with. It was just saline solution. I said, oh, okay. And you do that and you spray it. Now, don't twist the earring. Now, I'm going to tell you something. My ear is really sore. I've been doing the saline, not twisting. And it was really sore and kind of swollen and red looking. And let me tell you what I did. I stopped doing what she told me and I've started to use the hydrogen peroxide and twist the earring. Guess what? It's totally fine now. It doesn't hurt at all. I'm, I'm just, look, I, 
I don't want to be one of those old people. In my day, we did everything. We did everything right. No, I don't mean, guys. I'm not trying to be the let's not take care of ourselves. Let's not get better. I mean, when someone young says to me that I'm acting all boomery, I'm like, you don't even know the self-care I do. I'll blow you off the planet in a competition of self-care, okay? Are you at the dry sauna? Are you taking elderberry every day? Are you doing all the things I'm doing? Are you dry brushing? Get out of here, okay? Get out of here. I'm self-care queen. Are you intermittent fasting? Are you to stop it, okay? And I'm all for uh, finding out that something I did in the 80s is not the best way to do things. I've already done that in my life. It's called go to therapy. But I tell you, once in a while, just once in a while, not, not often, but, but often enough, once in a while enough to, to tell a funny story about it. I see people maybe being a little too precious with everything. And I go, listen, we don't have to do all this hoo-ha And so I made a little video about it. I put it on TikTok when I was walking home. And for the most part, everybody got it. And it got a lot of engagement. And it got a lot of views, you know, like, I don't know, 50,000 views and likes and lots of comments. All the Gen Xers were weighing in. My friend just pierced my ear with her fingernail, you know, in, in the graveyard. But a few people were like, this is the problem with your generation. You don't want to learn anything new from us. It's like, you know, I know about saline. And I'm telling you, I just don't, I'm not worried about hydrogen peroxide in my ears. I'm not trying to deny anyone from a new generation there the way they want to do things. But I just thought it was funny. Oh, that was the other thing. When I walked in, they said, and don't worry, everyone's a trained nurse. A trained nurse? Get them to the hospital where there's just, you know, an overload of, of uh, RSV and COVID and, and other respiratory. We don't need trained nurses at the ear piercing shop. I mean, that's what I thought was so funny. Don't worry. They're all trained nurses. In my wildest dreams, would I not, would I think I don't need a trained <laughs> a certified nurse to pierce my ear? Oh my God. Anyway, I was just saying things have changed. And you know what? Some things have changed for the better. Some things have changed for the worse. Some things have just changed in a lateral move where we're just doing a little too much that we don't need to. That's all I'm saying. Because the same generation that brought you trained nurses doing your ear piercing also brought you the hustle and grind culture. And that's not working out either. So I'm just saying, everyone take everything down one notch. And remember I said that last week too, we're still in it. We're still in the new year. We're taking it down one more notch. Okay, this week I have fun stuff to tell you about. I had a toe surgery. I'm walking around with a boot and a cane. I got funny stories about my family. I'm going to talk about a million things. You'll see it in the show notes below. If you want to join my Patreon, you can hear the rest of this episode for $4 a month. You can even pay $3 a month, but you won't get this week's episode, but you'll get two episodes a month. Those are ad-free and they're usually 60 to 90 minutes. Great community over there. People leave stuff in the comments and there's no trolls and no weirdos. And it's just a great time. So come on over and just go to patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman and you don't have to listen to it on the website. You can put in this little link and download it on your favorite podcast app. 
as though nothing ever changed, except you won't hear ads and you'll hear the whole episode. And you can just click the link that I'm going to put in this here show notes to take you to that. And again, thank you for listening. And even if you don't join, we'll be back here. We, it's just me. I will be, I'm doing it again. I'll be back here next week with uh, the first 20 minutes of the episode. So until next week, or until I see you on the Patreon, have fun.